Welcome to Speaking of Strong Style. I'm Jeremy Finestone, and with me this week is not Stephen Conway. In fact, we've got Ring of Honor historian, fight game media contributor, and wrestling observer contributor Paul Fontaine here today to join me to talk all the news and notes in New Japan Pro Wrestling this past week, including, my goodness, New Year Dash. We got Battle in the Valley preview. We got all the new beginning matches that have been announced. New Japan came in on us pretty fast and loose this past week, Paul. How were you able to take in all the matches and all the information, especially coming off Wrestle Kingdom? I got so many questions for you. <laughs> well, I mean, the matches themselves wasn't too bad. I mean, Wrestle Kingdom actually was pretty easy to get through this year. Um, the matches, did, none of them overstayed their welcome. If anything, they probably um, you know, could have used a little bit more time on a few of them. And New Year's Dash was a real easy watch. Um, you know, you're talking to a guy that watches you know all the north american wrestling so compared to that it was really easy to get through and uh you know and there hasn't been anything since unless i missed something so a lot of news um yes. i got no idea what's going on with tamatanga i'm hoping you're gonna i got i got all your answers for you buddy okay okay good because i've got i got all ready to go we we uh we got you here uh stephen conway is celebrating his birthday and okay. decided selfishly to go take a cruise the the absolute gall so uh paul was able to fill in uh when we realized that we needed this uh we needed somebody for me to talk to because nobody just wants to hear me talk about <laughs> new japan all by myself i don't even want to hear me talk about new japan all by myself. so we are going to talk about it paul has the unique distinction of following almost all the promotions and has a spreadsheet that has covered every match in 2023 and I know he's seen all the New Japan matches. So his insight will be valuable. A lot of the New Japan matches. Yeah, like, I, I, all the big shows. All the yes. big shows. Um, yes. I, you know, I didn't see all the house shows, but I saw a lot of them. But like the tag leagues you made oh, a yeah. point yeah. of, the G1, yeah. the the matches that were like, I watch all the shows because I have to watch all the shows. Yeah, You yeah. should be watching the big shows and watching the things that catch your eye and tell you like, Hey, New Japan's got this going on. Oh, I'm going to check that out. I'll often so, ask you. I'll say, you know, what? what's the next one that I need to watch? You know? Like, yeah. What I, what and uh, mind, so. there, there are a few people out there that can just walk in and be like, hey, this is, this is the matches. And, you know, sometimes you just got you just got to be the guy to spread the gospel about that stuff. So uh, that's kind of what I try to do with that. Uh, but we are into 2024, and you have caught up with New Year Dash. Yeah. And so let's break that down sure and we started out well with this one let's start at the bottom of this one this is a wacky card what did you think of the uh the new year dash card i mean some of the booking was weird um okay. i guess would be the best way to put it and and you know the fact that it's like a mystery vortex kind of show where you don't really know what's happening and i mean you can cheat and especially if you watch after the fact they put the matches mm -hmm. on the on the description now so you know it's not really a surprise but i try to like not look so i you know i'm surprised and i was really shocked at the main event like you know that you know the, that eight-man tag like th that i mean that specifically that four-man team is probably the best four-man team you're ever going to see in terms of talent yeah you know, like yeah i you know so i was blown away by that and the match itself we was... in a lifetime team up that's what these exactly. dash shows are yeah well but i mean this one in particular like yep. you know and, and i've watched 
you know, probably most of them over the last 10 years. Not Do you all, remember but... the remember the main event of last year with Kenny Omega and Okada doing a tag team with each other? Oh, I mean, I didn't remember till you told me just now. But, but yeah, like, I mean... they have one or two matches on each one of these. Yeah. That are like, hey, we got something special for you here. And that's really like the one thing about them. Like, yeah. But what was really interesting about the show was the amount of angles and matches yeah. that they managed to blow out at us over the course of five shows in japan i think uh starting on the 20th and going all the way to february 23rd so we got uh january 20th and we got january 23rd and 24th then we got february 11th and then we got february 23rd and 24th so those are the new beginning in osaka sapporo and a couple of the others corican there's so much going on and the first thing that happened was Taguchi and Hiroshi Tanahashi had a sudden TV title match. And this wasn't this wasn't anything special, right? It was a five-minute match. Taguchi challenged. Everyone was like, oh, okay. And we got a little bit of Taguchi that wasn't uh showing a gas, basically yeah. being the goof off. There was there was a legitimate effort. And I don't know if that is because there is a new emphasis on it with Tanahashi as the TV title, and they're going to shy away from that a little bit. Or if this was just like, hey, we're just going to give you a, a good old-fashioned Higuchi match. What uh, what did you get? What what was your read on that? I was almost wondering if it's, you know, like Taguchi on his best behavior in front of his new boss. Uh, <laughs> you know, like, I'm not going to fool around. We're, we're going to have an actual match. I mean, when Taguchi actually wrestles, he is, you know, dirty little secret. He's pretty good. Um, you know, he was, and, he was a tag partner with Devitt, Finn Bauer, like, yeah, years no, ago. I mean, and people forget he, about that. Well, no, I mean, he's still like, he can still bust out the moves. I mean, sure. Him and Rocky together are usually pretty entertaining, um, you know, and entertaining in a, not a, you know, a typical Taguchi way, but, you know, like good matches entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, him and Yano, you know, like both of them are, you know, like they're goofballs 90% of the time, but the 10% of the time they're not, it's like, oh man, these guys can wrestle. Um, so yeah, I was pleasantly surprised. And I mean, it's, it's amazing that this title was created for the young guys and here we got Tanahashi and Taguchi right. <laughs> wrestling for it, but we're going to forget the about newest that. entry on the YouTube new Japan channel is, uh, two of the oldest guys on the roster for us. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? They still look good. They still wrestled good. And, uh, yeah, I, I know, you know, it's a fine little match. I mean, nothing, nothing special. There was yeah. one match on this show that when, when you get to it, I, I, I was really impressed with, but, um, you know, I, I, but the rest of it was, you know, like you said, it was table setting for the next month and a half. And the new beginning shows honestly are sneakily like my favorite shows of the year. Sometimes like when I, when I first, kind of fell in love with new japan was an, a random new beginning show I, I don't remember the year but i remember the match and it was a shii and uh tamiaka honma and uh it was on a new beginning show and it was like oh my god these are happening on like random shows and you know like yeah. it's not random but it, it doesn't have to be wrestle kingdom or g1 like you can there, see great matches hard, all the time there, it, it's hard to figure out which are the big deal shows because yes. the way that they advertise them like, you know that they're coming, and you know that there are a couple of matches, but it's not until you actually sit down and watch John realize, oh, this is a huge crowd that they're in front, and this is like, yes. they, they they pulled out the bells and whistles for this show. This is a, this is a big one. There are times where I'm just like, oh, I I did not realize that we were we were here. And it, it even happens to me. They The schedule is hard to follow sometimes. 
Well, and and this upcoming one is good because uh, especially the way I, I think you got this from Chris Samson, right? And like mm-hmm. the way they broke down all the matches, like it it basically tells you like which matches are you know, or which shows are the ones you need to see. Like some of these have like they're four or five matches deep, um, you know, for for great you know for great things that you need to see. So and though those would be like I think February fourth and eleventh and the twenty fourth are the are the big big ones, but. There's something on every one of these shows for for everybody, and they were all set up on this card. Like like you said, they they smashed a lot of stuff in here, um, and uh, good on them, you know. Uh, and uh, they had a great crowd too. Uh, real quick, I want to say hi to Colin Matthew. I want to say hi to Dunkston Williams, Venkin Bjorn. Uh, hello, guys. Thank you for coming in. And uh, this also gives us an opportunity to pump the fight game media youtube channel if you like what we do here you know paul fontaine last night was recapping the dynamite show with jeff hawkins on the show they were comparing the notes of adam cole's promo the last two weeks (laughs) among other things so they were having a great time with that you can join them here we got the power bomb shells uh you know on sunday morning doing their thing happy birthday mel happy birthday mel gray by the way uh a perfect birthday gift if you go check them out this weekend and tell her happy birthday there if you get a chance please do the like subscribe click share tell everyone about fight game media we love what we do we love talking about wrestling and we can talk about anything so uh yeah that's the little spiel so now that we got that out of the way you ready for the uh the surprise of matt riddle in new japan pro wrestling yeah i mean i i'd heard about it before i saw it but I didn't mm-hmm. like. I didn't exactly know how it was going to happen, and I, I I liked the video. They they do these videos very well. I I find, and you know, it's like if you know, you know when when it starts. So you kind of you saw the bare feet, and you saw him doing you know the MMA kind of moves, and so you mm-hmm. if you knew it was Matt Riddle, you obviously knew it was Matt Riddle. But I don't know until they actually showed his face. Slightly slight tweak on the character, you know, a little bit. The presentation was a little more professional than than it was in uh, in WWE. Um, I didn't really see a lot of his indie work, so I don't know how it compares to that, but, uh, you know, he's going right after Tanahashi and, uh, you know, that's, that's pretty cool. And, and they're actually going to be sharing a ring this weekend already. So, um, in, in, yeah, there's the, the look of Matt Riddle there and yeah, like that's, that's not WWE Matt Riddle. <laughs> so. No, it is, it is not. And I get the distinct impression that we are going to be seeing a different version of Matt Riddle in new Japan. Um, I don't. I don't get the feeling that he's going to be there for a short period of time. And I don't get the feeling that he's going to be uh, not in the spotlight for a consistent amount of it. So the idea that he might be the head of a faction or even like the number two is something that is a very, very real thought to me. And with Will Ospreay on the way out, I'm, I'm starting to wonder if that's a direction. And so this kind of leads into a question Venkin has. Jeremy, do you know his partner by chance? No, I do not. But <laughs> if I had to guess, and I don't know if Paul Montaigne agrees with me on this, that it would probably be Jeff Cobb. Which that was my first thought. Up. Yeah. They yeah. were a tag team at PWG. Uh, there's a familiarity there. It lines up really well with a, a matchup of Zach Sabre Jr. and Bad Dude Tito, uh, a shooter and uh, a strong guy, uh, matches the same fight profile of riddle and Cobb, i don't know that for sure nobody's told me anything it's not it's not anything but that's the quickest determination that i've been making so so i jeremy i got a question yes. for you 
Yeah. Uh, if it is Matt Riddle, let's just assume mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. Do we see Matt Riddle dispose of uh, Will Ospreay as a head of the of the United Empire, similar to to how they've done it in the past with the leaders of the Bullet Club? I don't think so. I think okay. it'll be a more of a uh, tra- people transfer power, maybe. Like a I, like him handing like, over. The like, keys. hey, I leave this in your hands. Yeah. These guys are my guys. Like, I I'm see just, what I, you there, can do. The reason I think that the reason I was questioning that is because then that potentially sets up a Matt Riddle and Will Ospreay match for Forbidden Door, you know, um, you know, or in AEW, you know, at, at it, some point. It could. I don't know how much of AEW is going to want Matt Riddle at Forbidden Door if that's <laughs> if that's a thing. So I wouldn't put any seeds in there until the room is read on regarding how Matt Riddle is received. That's, that's personally yeah, my kind point. of just I don't know how this is gonna go. Uh <laughs> if, if we're all being I'm trying to dance around this because I think we all know that there are people that do not want to see Matt Riddle in New Japan Pro Wrestling. But if New Japan Pro Wrestling wants Matt Riddle and they have wanted Matt Riddle for a very long time, that is going to be something that you are going to have to determine how you feel with your relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I'm going to leave this that. It is interesting. The five-on-five cage match with mm-hmm. the United Empire and the Bullet Club is the show directly before Matt Riddle gets his title shot. So I think it's the same show. Uh, I'm looking at the schedule, and it's February 11th. February so. 11th is United Empire and Bullet Club, and then February 23rd is... Uh, uh, okay. So we gotcha. could get something coming out of that cage match to lead into the title match. Absolutely. It, it, uh, yeah. I think it'll be curious to see if uh, Matt Riddle is involved in like the New Japan Cup, anything like that. Uh, that'll, that'll really clear up exactly yeah. what kind of commitment that he has with, with the company. And the New Japan Cup is typically where they lay out like new things and, and, what, and what the new directions. So they don't do too much in one show. They might. But until Riddle has that match with Tanahashi, I think they're going to focus on that. And yeah. then they'll move on to the, the next direction of, of what's going on. Yeah, I guess we'll find out more on Saturday if if, uh, if if Jeff Cobb is the partner. That's definitely a clue. Yes. All right, let's blow through the rest of this New Japan New Year dash card. We had Oiwa and Kimia versus uh, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto. Uh, Goto and Hashi coming off their losses. Kimia also on a losing team. This was basically a spotlight match. Bishamon got their uh, thing. Let me get the notes I wrote. I wrote some notes for this, and I forgot about that. I was doing this by memory real quick. I I have no notes. I wish I did, but... All right, spotlight match. Everyone looked good. Can't say it wasn't a night off for everyone, but the crowd looked happy. The joke that everyone could be in bed by seven on the show felt very, very <laughs> real. Yeah. Yeah, All no, right. it's fine. Nice rebound for Bishamon. Absolutely. Uh, the next one was the Young Lion send-off match. Yuta Nakashima and Oscar Loibe versus Hikaleo and ELP. This was the one. This was the one I wanted to highlight. Yeah. I like I like this match better than the ELP Bishamon match at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I thought this match was great. The charisma of ELP and Phantasma together is fantastic. There was a, there was a silly little spot right in the beginning where they got up on the ropes together to do their entrance and ELP fell off. And I, I think it was done on purpose. Like, okay. it was just one of those pratfall kind of things. And they played it off. They knew it was 
you know, a match to give the guys a little bit of shine before they go. And so uh, let's get these notes that I had. So, some of the near falls were incredible. And I just love the fire. Lube looked like, I mean, he looked like a future champion. Nakashima as well. Like both these guys, the future is really bright for both these guys. And I'm really interested to see where they go and mm-hmm. how they look when they come back. And this was, this was a great send off for both of them. I noticed that the crowd really, really loves ELP, and they they have continued to love him since the World Tag League. And like you were saying, the match heated up uh, when Hikaleo and Loibe went at it. Uh, yeah. For an exhibition match, it was great. Yudo, Nakashima got multiple pin attempts. Hikaleo looked great. God send on Yudo, Thunder Kiss on both. Excursion time, they gave them the ovation when they left. Afterwards, yeah. Chase and Kenta came out and challenged Chase pile-drived ELP. That was basically to give ELP some time off because when he was on our show and doing the interview, he made it clear he was hurting. So he did a couple oh. of matches here, and then he, he, he's going to heal up a little bit. And uh, so, ovation for the Lions. Off they go. Yep. Then we had the 12-man tag match. <laughs> this was... Did it set up three or four matches out of this, right? We got Evil and Tamatonga. We got, oh, yeah, Hunter Judy. Skoda and Ren are back. Tama and Evil and Desperado and Kanemaru all got set up through this match. And yeah. Tamatonga got a haircut. Yeah. Yeah. This, this was, that was I mean, I mean I, this wasn't even really a match. I mean, it was basically a. Uh, you know, just get these an guys in the ring all together and do our angles. Like, I don't even, the match itself was, the, the, action, the action is fine, especially when, like, when uh, Umino's in there. I will say, one thing I've noticed about Ren Narita, ever since he joined the House of Torture, like, every successive match I see him in, he's starting to feel more and more like, like, just one of the guys. You know what I mean? I was hoping he was mm-hmm. going to, like, stand out and be the one guy that just wrestles, like, great and everything, and he just, like, in that t-shirt and you know, their, their whole thing is just being lazy and like cheating and like, <laughs> you know, I know it's the gimmick, but sure. I just, I just expect. So I, I just had so much. He's on a simmer. It's yeah. kind of what I'm, what I'm on. And it's just like, they're yeah. going to get to Ren and Shota, but they don't want to give you too much yeah. Ren until you get to that match. So he's being the slimy little toad and he's got, and he's got the mouthpiece with the black marks, yeah. and he just, he looks gross, and he's looking grosser and grosser yes, every yeah. match. And it's yes. just like, you you don't have to do this, but at the same time, like, he's, he's committing fully to his first gimmick, and it's just like, okay. Yeah, so and I mean, match, that's, and, and they're over, you know, in their own yeah, way. So, they, I mean, I don't like it, but <laughs> it's not for me. Like, as much as we're like, oh my god, this is, this is yeah. the worst. Like, I've come to respect that when it comes to New Japan proper, like, they're all about house torture. And uh, and Evil plays his role perfectly. So we got yeah. Master Wado, Desperado, Hanma, Makabe, Shota Umino, and Tamatonga on one side. And we had Dick Togo, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Sho, Yujiro Takahashi, Ren Narita, and Evil. This went nine minutes. And it felt like an eternity. <laughs> I mean, yeah, kind of, yeah, because they did the whole gimmick with the fake, you know, ring mm-hmm. bell, and um, you know, and you don't even like half the time I don't even know when the match is over. I'm glad it was English commentary because sometimes when I'm watching with Japanese commentary, like I don't even realize the match is still going because they ring the bell, and I was like, oh, the match is over, okay, and but it's not really over. So, um, 
and I don't understand Japanese. So, uh, but uh, says he uh, does not truck get it with the rent development if he's just evil 2.0. Well, I don't think he's evil 2.0. I think we're just, I think we're in first gear with a heel turn, and it's like you just need to wait and see where they're going. I'm worried he's going to be freaking Yujiro 2.0. Like the way he's like looking every week. Mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't think he will be either. But that to me, that's who he this reminds is, of Yujiro. Not, this not, is the uh, best talent class in years. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. top to bottom. With Shota, with Yuya, with Yoda, and with Ren. One of them had to be the bad guy. Yeah, and yeah. even and even even as the baby faces, you got the rogue, you got the rebel, and you got the pure baby face. None of them are at the top of their game yet. None of them have actually succeeded at the level. So if you have Ren just running the table as a bad guy, it kind of creates a a talent disparity among what level of their growth that they're trying to get at. They're all on a plan, you know, like they all have a plan for how they're gonna get to the next level. It felt for a little while like Shooter was going to be the heel, but uh, I think they figured out that he's much, much better as a babyface. Yeah, yeah, it was mm. it was really ambiguous. I think the next one that could be heel is uh, Yoda Fuji. Yeah, know, oh honestly. yeah, yeah, he's turning on Naito like so. It's there, there so was, yeah, there's something in the water right there. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. All right, we have the next match with five minutes before a no contest, which led to the announcement of Will Osprey's final match in New Japan. This was. Francisco Kira, TAP, Hanare, Jeff Cobb, and Will Ospreay versus Drilla Maloney, Clark Connors, Gabe Kibb, Alex Coughlin, and David Finley. This is off the Catch 2-2 versus Maloney and Connors uh, tag match at Wrestle Kingdom, as well as the three-way between Will Ospreay, David Finley, and John Moxley. So the grudge match continues, and boy, they really tried to they really tried to make it like it was the biggest deal in the world. And they do this every February with somebody who said, this 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 one's gonna be the big one, and this year it's yeah. Will Ospreay. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I mean it was again not not really a match, just an, an angle to set up the bigger match. Um, I thought it was great. They n never do cage matches in Japan, so um, if you're gonna do one, this was the way to set it up. Mm -hmm. And uh, the 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 War Dogs are so believable in their roles. Like you just you just hate them. Like and they and they feel like they hate everyone like mm -hmm. you know including their teammates in bullet club if if they are teammates I, that's not really clear but um it's you know They're and and dogs forever man <laughs> yeah will will was great in his thing the the one thing that i have an issue a slight issue with is the idea of his last match like i mean we all know he's going to be back for the big shows mm -hmm. but um i guess in his mind you know he's going to be aw going forward so uh yeah it's uh i'm uh i'm looking forward to it we got some uh we got some comics from the gallery uh evil 2.0 finley maybe he'd be 3.0 doug's all about the war Venkin is all about the brawl <laughs> there was a nice moment here where ghetto took his annual shot through a table and uh that was part of the way that this whole brawl got set up so Ghetto can disappear for a little while. And then we got the steel cage match and Gabe Kid bleeding a lot. There was a part of this where Francisco Akira freaked out and he doesn't want to participate in this match in the backstage comics. And <laughs> okay. so I'm not sure if this is to just get him some time off or if he is going to come up with some type of 
transformative counterpart to TJP Enclor, which is the that Portuguese myth that he came out at Wrestle Kingdom and did the with the Bray Wyatt mask and everything. So there were some backstage comments about this that also set up a number of the matches this weekend, including TJP and Finley was set up the backstage comments and uh, Will Ospreay and Gabe Kitt, I think. Yes. So as this is going on, he is going to disappear. I don't know if he's coming back as the same guy with a with a little dose of courage, the cowardly dog in him, uh, <laughs> whatever. I'm not entirely sure, but that is the that is the drama of that one. And we'll touch on that match a little bit more, but we got to get through the rest of this show. Does, does that uh, does that beast that um, TJP uh, appeared as at Wrestle Kingdom have an Italian cousin? Maybe that's gonna... what I'm wondering if he's gonna yeah. if he's if there's gonna be some kind of uh, yeah. monster counterpart, and they're gonna they're both gonna have their Undertaker mythical level up for the yeah. big shows because could be cool. I'm not sure how much you can do the answer mask on 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 the house shows with the bright lights and all that. Yeah, stuff. it doesn't yeah. doesn't quite carry the same. No, but for a cage match, it might work. Sure, I I yeah. fully expect the answer at the cage match and and blood to be spilled. In addition to the answer, uh, I can't believe I'm talking about the answer. It's a real thing, Paul. This is this is not what I signed up for, but here we. I, are. I thought I thought it was the fiend, and then like That's what I, I was saying, like I was yeah, I'm like, yeah. you really love Bray Wyatt, and like yeah, God bless yeah. you, man. Uh, this it was it was the claw when he came out of the coffin yeah. with the claw. I'm like, oh no, like this isn't this isn't no. And then it it turned it around. Colin Matthew yeah. disagrees, and that's totally fine. TJP's alter ego was awesome. I, I didn't enough. say it wasn't awesome. I was just surprised. Just not for me. That's yeah, it. just not for me. I, you know what it also reminded me of was um, mm-hmm. Finn Balor uh, and and his uh, demon gimmick. Kind Very of. much so. Very much yeah. so. Very much so. And and they they look a lot alike when they're you know in their masks. Like they have similar build and similar moves and everything. So yeah. All right. So we have the next match with a confirmation that the Lij versus Just Five Guys feud is going to continue for oh, the next is it two ever. months. Yeah, it shall never die, Paul. It shall never die. Which every show, every okay. show, there's an incarnation of this. Like we, uh, we went six from and eight, ten, yeah, House of Torture and Just Five Guys feud through October. Yeah, and now we are in month three of four of Just Five Guys feuding with each other prior to New Japan to the yeah. New Japan Cup. So. I don't think any real things are going to change between the two factions. Maybe a title. I don't know. But it doesn't seem like it. I feel like it's more just a time pass. And there wasn't anything really interesting about this one, I thought. Let's see what notes I had. I really wrote Taco 1 with a Mishinoku driver on Bushi. There wasn't much to this match. I, I guess, like, I assume... The next match for Naito after, like, because they're doing a rematch, right? For the first they're time. They're doing a rematch, and then Naito yeah. will presumably. I think it's going to be Uramura. A, uh, it could be. What, yeah. what typically happens is they'll do the New Beginnings match. Then he might have a challenge from the junior heavyweight challenger at the right. anniversary show. And that's the beginning of March, right before the New Japan Cup. Once the New Japan Cup happens, it's whoever wins the New Japan Cup is going to challenge him. Uh, at Sakura Genesis, I think it's Sakura Genesis, whatever, 
the so April so show. it could be so it could be Despy against Naito. There, at, uh, there's the very much a possibility of a Desperado versus Naito yeah. match to happen in March. So then Uemura could potentially be the favorite to win the New Japan Cup because he's, he, I mean, he yeah. got the win. He got the win uh, over um, Suji. And mm-hmm. then I would think that these tag matches that they're doing are probably, he's going to shine in these tag matches. We're going to see a lot of Uemura and Suji against each other. We're going to get a blueprint for the entire yeah. rest of the year when that new Japan cup is announced, including yeah. who is, who is set up against who, And we're going to be able to read some tea leaves and try and figure out exactly why they set up some matches here or there, like they did yeah. with Sonata and, uh, against Taichi right out the gate last year. So yeah, yeah, that was an interesting. All right, moving on to the next one. We had the King of pro wrestling four way. It was Toriano, great Okan, yo and Taiji Ishimori. And this was a 10-minute scramble. This was not much. No. I mean, uh, I didn't even understand Yoke, the rules at first. but <laughs> It was whoever has the last yeah. 10 at the end of 10 minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, the way it worked was there was a clock in a corner. And then Yo got the first 10 after 3 minutes and 30 seconds. For the next 5 minutes, Khan spent trying to pin Toriano and failed. He failed. <laughs> over and over and over again for five minutes. He then got a pin on Yo, and he was so infuriated that he made sure that he get a pin on him again, which made absolutely no sense. Yeah, that was... Because he already had the pin. Yeah. Right afterwards, Ishimori rolled up Khan, and then with a minute left, he just ran around the ring, and yeah. he won. Yeah, it was kind of like... Was, the the was ending it. was like the, uh, the NXT... Um, Iron Survivor challenge that they do, you know, where mm-hmm. they're just trying to wait it out at the end. And, like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, it. out of the four, maybe the best guy to have this belt because he can probably work a ton of different styles of matches. Do you did you even realize that they protected Toro Yano in this match? Uh, like no, but like that's he was the original king of pro wrestling, and they have such like honor for him as that winner that he never got pinned in this match. They and he's sure always in this match. <laughs> he is always in this match. I mean, Absolutely. it was, was a couple couple years ago where he didn't even have to get in the ring. Uh, Perennially the, protected. It's at amazing. the Wrestle Kingdom where he was in the final four before he even got to the ring. That that was yeah. that was awesome. I just like you're just like, how is Toro Yano the most protected and Great Ocon looking like the just wow. Dustin I just saw got, a five-star match with Toriano not that long ago, so I got all the love for him. Which one is that? No, I mean, it was all a Shi'i, but it doesn't matter. Oh, got it. That, uh, that tag match. Yeah, yeah. But he that was tag in match it. So. The World tag match. Yeah. Can we just merge the Never title and the King of Pro Wrestling already? Please, President, President Tana. Colin Matthews, second this. There's too many titles in New Japan. I can agree with that. Uh, with that said, it's not exactly... My top priority as long as, you know, the shows are filled and I'm entertained. And frankly speaking, the King of Pro Wrestling had one of the best 40-minute matches between Shingo and Taichi last year. And no one saw it coming. And it was fantastic. And I don't want to be uh, deprived of random matches that are going to please me. When, when you talked about me seeing all the matches, for whatever reason, and I watched a lot of New Japan last year. Sure. I don't think I saw like three King of Pro Wrestling matches. They just always seem to have those title matches on the shows I didn't watch. Like I they are on off why. shows. Like they yeah, are the headliners so on the off yeah. shows that it's 
Now yeah. that they do the chapter stuff, it's easier to go in yes. there. But it's also yeah. a little bit tougher because you don't think I got to go watch this one match. Exactly. Or that one show particularly. Because sure. with me, I try to watch the whole show. But if for whatever reason, if I'm running behind, I will just, I'll make sure I catch all the title matches. Right. So yeah, with the chapters now, it's so much easier. Um, but I'm still going to try to keep up and watch everything. And I mean, this upcoming schedule doesn't look too bad. Um, you know, I'll, you know, as we get into the tournaments and everything, it gets a little harder, but I am really looking forward to a couple of these shows. So, yeah, there, we're going to run them down real quick. There's, we just had magic. We're not going to do a lot of insight because there's a whole lot yeah. that has to happen before we get there. But, uh, I'm going to give you the layout of everything in those magic and what's going to happen. But before we get to that, we got yeah. to the crown jewel of this show, which yeah. was an, uh, eight man tag match. And the way that they laid out this match is that they did not tell you who was in it. But Tomohiro Ishii comes out first. And then John Moxley comes out. And the crowd oohs and awes. Like, ooh, this is, a, this is a cool little team. And then you hear the coin drops. And Kazuchika Okada comes out. And the crowd's simmering. They're hot. They're like, oh, this is a good team that we got here. And then Brian Danielson's music hits. And the crowd goes nuts. They kind of knew because they know yeah. what these they showed. But the way that they did the introduction was like Okada came out. If Danielson doesn't come out after that, it makes sense because sometimes you don't put Danielson after Okada in a New Japan show. And then he did, and everybody went nuts. After that, TMDK came out and, you know, they're just like, cool, whatever. This is going to be TMDK. Yeah. They all knew that this match was going to be bonkers uh, as a result of it. But TMDK was playing the role of like, we want to spoil your night. We want to yeah. make sure that you do not go home happy. We are going to win this match and we are going to make your sad that all your favorites are not going to win tonight. And that is exactly what happened. And I, and I think the the goal of everybody on the the all star team there was to make uh, Nichols and Haste look like a million bucks. Like mm -hmm. to me, that's what it's it not hard like. to be was, honest. They they are no no no. They have been on but but they they were sending a message like keep an eye on these guys. Like mm -hmm. they, they in the commentators, you know, this is the best team that's never held the New Japan title. I'm 100 percent convinced these guys are going to be the world champs. At some point in this year, we're going to be looking at them as the best tag team in the world in any company. Um, they're so good. I mean, just so, so good. So as a result of this match and the backstage comments, three matches were made. The first was Tomohiro Ishii, Kazuchika Okada, and Hiroshi Tanahashi are going to defend against Kosei Fujita, Shane Haste and Mikey Nichols for the never open weight six man title. I'm a little skeptical that Kosei Fujita as the substitute for Zack Sabre Jr. is going to get the job done when that trio couldn't get it done in December. <laughs> but the stranger things have happened. In addition to that, in the backstage comments, John Moxley took a challenge for Shingo Takagi for this weekend in Battle in the Valley. And then finally, Brian Daniels accepted a challenge for Zack Sabre Jr. for February yeah. in Japan. Of yeah, all places seems like it could have been done in a bigger place, and perhaps there will be a rubber match done in a bigger place. But this is a very curious match to be done there. And frankly speaking, I'm not complaining, but it was uh one of the bigger news and notes to come out of uh this weekend. I would say even bigger than Nemeth and Riddle. 
Yeah, probably. You know, you know what hit me when they announced that six man match, and like I have not seen anybody mention this. You know, in all hmm. the Discord and everyone talking about you know Wrestle Kingdom and 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 uh, the Dash Show and all these sure. shows coming up. That Tanahashi is a champ, champ. Like nobody's mentioned this. He's got two belts. Yeah. No, I, it was one of those. <laughs> like I, it was either going to be there was a point where I thought Zack Saber Jr. might, and uh, yeah, yeah. President Tanahashi, it's good to be king. Yeah, it's got to, and and I think yeah, it looks like they're gonna hold it. And and the funny which thing one is do you think he would first? Uh, God, you know, I would say I want him to lose the t- the TV title first because every one of these six man matches that they have is the best six man match that I've yeah. ever seen in New Japan. Or no, shouldn't shouldn't say that because those. Those matches in the '90s and the two, you know, but the best—they they have never, been a special highlight of the last. The year. best they, never they, open weight six man matches ever. I mean, you got to remember these this, these belts started with the Briscoes in a random team with uh, I can't remember who it was Tomatonga or something, um, and uh, and and they you know they were just an afterthought, and they're having like just killer matches every single title defense. So I want that to keep going for the whole year, and I don't know about Tanahashi doing singles matches for a super long time. Um, right. he's got, he's got to have the right opponent. Um, Riddle probably is the right opponent. Zack Sabre Jr. Definitely was the right opponent. I, I think Riddle Matt Riddle should win. I could see yeah. Riddle winning that title off of him. That would be a, that would be a highlight, uh, way to just say, Hey, Matt Riddle is here. Well, not only that, because the gimmick is those, those matches go up free on YouTube, right? So yes. Matt Riddle putting Matt Riddle matches on YouTube as one of the most well-known names in new Japan to a North American sure. audience is probably going to help increase their uh, awareness in, in the United States. So yeah. Um, and it'll highlight me, other people that he's wrestling against as well. Exactly. Uh, the Fujita thing in this angle was interesting. We got asshole Okada again in the backstage mm-hmm. comments. They translated his comments when he was yelling at Fujita and he called him a little son of a bitch. And who thought, who, who do you think you are challenging me? What have you ever done? So there was, there was a little bit of my favorite Okada last year, uh, yeah. peeking his head back around this year, and I am all here for it. Yeah, all they're right. Gonna wreck, they're gonna wreck that kid. They're yeah, going I'm, to humble him hard. I'm looking okay, forward to it. Okay, let's get to uh, let's get to twenty two here. We're gonna run through all the matches that were announced in Japan before we do the preview of Battle in the Valley. <laughs> all right. Battle oh, in the wow. Valley is this weekend. We have at the Dolphin Arena, new beginning in Nagoya on January 20th. And February 11th is the new beginning in Osaka. February 23rd and 24th is the new beginning in Sapporo. The anniversary show were presumably Naito and Desperado, if both are still champions. That would happen at the anniversary show. And then the conclusion of the New Japan Cup is on March 20th, as it starts on March 7th, now that we got back from that. The full card in Nagoya kicks off in the 20th. And now we go back to that. And it is Tamatonga and Evil. So <laughs> this got weird. This got yeah. very weird very quickly. Uh, yesterday, I think, might have been yesterday, might have been the day before, uh, something happened on the New Japan website. And let's blow this up a little bit. Uh, there was a translation from Evil that said Tamath's profile has been deleted. It's a company decision. He's gone. I'm champ. Ha. 
3.41 a.m. Tamatonga at exactly 7 a.m. manages to test question mark, question mark, question mark, what WTF is going on. Nobody tweets at exactly 7 a.m., Paul. Nobody tweets <laughs> anything at exactly 7 a.m. And that was when I was like, something's weird here. Let's just see what plays out. Well, turns out it's an angle. Oh, okay. Between the hours of 8.30 p.m. on January 10th, 2024, and 12 noon on January 11th, Tonga's profiles are erroneously removed from the profile page. And evil. there is a YouTube clip of evil threatening Chris Charlton here. It has come to learn that these alterations were made by staff members under extreme duress, and we apologize to fans and Tama Tonga for the confusion. <laughs> Good Lord. It's all a fucking angle. <laughs> oh, my God. Under extreme duress at the command of evil. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. It just That's... took a little bit of time for people to yeah. just like slow your roll and find out exactly where we're going with this. Yeah. Uh, the more that I goes was... on... I was pissed for like an hour. <laughs> it's like, what That's are what they doing? Want. They want you to yeah. fucking care. Like, yeah. they want you to like care about the angle. Yeah. Does. Well, no, no. I mean, now that I know it's an angle, it's fine. Yeah. But it's like, you're yeah. just going to give Evil the title? What the hell? <laughs> it was, it was, it was, was just like, yeah. Evil's not the champion. He took the title. Yeah. He yeah, just no, being it. an asshole. Was yeah. Evil champion? No. He just took the title and cut off, uh, gave Tama a haircut, and then. <laughs> I love the last yet, line. <laughs> I love the last line. We apologize to fans and particularly to Tomatonga for the confusion and distress caused. I mean, poor Tomatonga. <laughs> we got it. We got to worry about Tomatonga, my friend. We got yeah. So the match should be fine. Like you're gonna get House of Torture bullshit. Uh, yeah. There's a 50-50 shot. Either one of them walks away with the title. I don't particularly care who wins. And I don't mean that to be dismissive other than just like, it's the never title. You now have the global title. You now have the TV title. You, you, you've got so many fucking titles. There, there and, was a time though, when this title like was a highlight mm -hmm. um, in 2024. It was the fighter time. Yeah. This was like when Shingo had it, mm -hmm. um, you know, and, and yeah, it was basically, yeah, they're like, it's almost like their BMF title and, oh, you know, Walker Stewart and, and Chris Charlton are kind of trying to call it that now but it's not really um my issue is that it used as a prop for bigger yeah. feuds like yeah i didn't like it last year when carl anderson was in wwe and holding the belt and it was legitimately like negotiations it took away from like fighting for the title it became yeah. like the title was a conversation for bigger w bigger pro wrestling fans who somehow this title gets involved i don't yeah. care I just want the title to be fought over in New Japan with good matches and good stories. They're trying something here. They don't have a whole lot of time to set up these matches since there's nothing between New Beginning or New Year Dash. Neither one of these guys are coming to coming to San Jose to build this feud. So, you know, they, they got creative. It, it's whatever. But uh, I think better days ahead for both guys. And is, is Tonga, is he really leaving or is that just an angle too? Uh, typically everybody has their contract up at the end of January. Yeah. Um, no, I know that, but I, just... but from, you know, talking to, talking to Dave, it seems like a real thing, you know? Okay. Like so, there, so, there... so, I mean, if he is leaving, I mean, I guess if evil wins, then that's probably a good sign that he's leaving. Yeah. You know, but you know, yeah. he also, 
you know, you start making comments about, well, if he's going to do this to me, maybe I'll stick around. So, like, already you've got, like, the seeds turning of what exactly the thing. And if the guy doesn't have to come over to Japan every, like, tour and he can do the big shows and he can spend more time with his family, he'll take that deal. Yeah. He's not booked for anything anything right now. Right. Yeah, right. He's not booked for anything right now. So, but again, to sell the angle, they would not book him anyway. Yeah. So. And yeah. I mean, they probably have their new Japan cup, like slot yeah. listed and they have a placeholder for him and they'll yeah. probably get somebody else if they can't get him, you know, with the MLW arrangement that they just had, yeah. Yeah, there, there are other people that they, that they can put in there. But ideally for new Japan, I would think that they'd want Tampa talk. In that spot yeah. And to be him. honest, like, uh, you know, and you know me, I, I like WWE. I like AW. Uh, for me, I think that's the best place for him. I I don't see a future for him in either AEW or WWE. He's too. He, he's got to be established there. And uh, here in New Japan, he's already got a name. He doesn't have to be built up. I mean, and he's 41. So, you know, like to start a career at 41 is difficult. And he's not I mean, going to come in like AJ Styles or Finn Balor, you know, with a big reputation. He's almost starting from scratch. So. Yeah, he's got he's got cachet. He, you can go longer in these careers. It's just you have to completely reintroduce him to WWE. Yes. I think you could get away with it less than AEW, but I don't think that he has any clear ceiling to success in AEW. No, like he's not going to be any higher than Juice Robinson, right? And Juice Robinson's right. done fine, but he's not like a main eventer or anything close. And plus, Juice is probably what seven years younger than him, so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I hope he stays where he is, but I wish him the best no matter what, cause he's a good yeah. dude. I, he's got talent. So yeah. Absolutely. Great. Uh, good family. Uh, good, ta- good talent. The whole family. Oh yeah. All right. We got, uh, we got the, let's see here. We got the King of Pro Wrestling and we have stipulations, Paul. Are you ready? Oh for yeah. These? So, de- so they they still have to vote on them, right? Uh, yeah, the voting will start on uh, Friday, uh, probably tonight for us. But the the uh, the rule recap: Great Ogon is suggesting a bull rope death match, no DQ, all four corners, touch of succession. Taiji Ishimori wants to do a ring fit match, the last title holder after ten minute wins, thirty second exercise intervals every three minutes. <laughs> So the bull rope match is going to win. It might not. Really? Yeah. People get weird when they like they see a curious King of Pro Wrestling match. I think, I think people are just kind of know that this is just a, a time passer with the other match being kind of the main event of that card. You're going to get something pretty similar to what we saw here on the show. You know, you know what I mean? Like the show interval. on the So, so does that thirty second interval count in the ten minutes? Uh, so there would be three of them. So, oh yeah, so you nice. would have thirty seconds at the end of like nine minutes and thirty seconds. You got thirty seconds to try and win the okay, win the match. Yeah. So stupid. <laughs> but whatever, it's, yep. it's the yep. king of pro wrestling title. I'm kind of with you on this one. Kind of yeah. whatever. And yeah. then we got yeah, um, like the bull rope match. Beginning be of just five guys matches here. The uh. The perennial, just five guys. Uh, this is the beginning of their or continuation of their current feud. I don't have much to say other than 
This is going to go forever, and there will be all singles matches on the 24th of February between just five guys, and that should be the final blow-off of this thing. Cool. All right, then we got, uh, let's see. Got an eight-man setting up for the six-man coming up after that. We got the tag match defense of ELP and Hickelow versus Kenta and Chase Owens. I fully expect this to be a revisiting of Bolt Club feuds and things that happened there. And but it's still just kind of part of the card. Not not fourth, fourth match from the top. Yeah. Yeah. This is on the 20th, right? Uh this is the 20th, yeah. Okay. No, actually, that is February 11th. Okay, okay. Oh, so you're just you're hiring. I'm just running down the I'm just running down the 20th because we got this, but their actual title match is the 11th. Gotcha. And then after that, we have Despolado versus House of Torture. We're gonna have a United Empire team up of Newman, Akira, TJP, Hanare, and Cobb versus the proper war dogs, all five of them. And then we got Hanma and Shota Umino versus House of Torture. And I gotta show you this picture. This picture is fantastic. Nice. Found on the New Japan 1972 website. Thank you for that fantastic glory. Tell me right that there. he's not morphing into Yujiro in that picture. Come on, man. Oh, he's turning into like the like the evil oh. evil sidekick that's gonna take over the yes. uh the main guy. One thousand percent. Let's see, Corkin on the road to New Beginning, January 23rd and 24th. More House of Torture shenanigans. We got El Desperado and Kanemaru, which is going to be a fantastic match. Uh, I'm just here for everything Kanemaru or Desperado. I also like Kanemaru. Then we got Watto and Joe. So Watto is going to be heating up. He seems like he's going to be one of the challengers for the uh, junior heavyweight title that Desperado has. So I kind of see him getting warmed up for that and then on the next night we got this match and this match is a big deal this is the actual shoda and ren match and that i believe is going to be headlining yes that's the that's the the headliner okay that is on the 24th that is on the 24th yes nice that 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 could be uh that could be a sleeper it's not gonna be a sleeper. People are people are waiting for this one. No, no, I well, I I mean for people that maybe don't you, oh you know yeah, I mean? people like, will be talking about it after that you're gonna want to yeah, come back and go check Like it I'm out. saying, like people that don't watch all the big shows, maybe you're gonna want to go back and watch that one, is it's kind of what I'm I doing. was I was arguing that this match should not have 10 minutes at the bottom of the Wrestle Kingdom card, that it needed to main event one of these shows, and I'm really glad that it did. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, so we got this uh, tag match with uh, Naito and Hiromu, continuing with the Just Five Guys thing. Then we go over to February 11th. We got the Steel Cage and Daniel Sinek Saber. So we got this match. It's going to be Will Ospreay. And I have to give credit to the Keeping It Strong style guys because they upgraded this image for what it should be. You ready for it? Oh, nice. <laughs> Like they, threw the, they threw the cage yeah. on there, and yeah. does that give you memories? Does that give you feelings, Paul? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. War games. So, yeah. Credit to keeping it strong, though, with Jeremy Donovan and Josh Smith on that one. 
And then we got this one, oh. the Zap Saber Jr. This is not the main event of the show. The Steel Cage is going to be the main event of the show. But this new beginning in Osaka is going to be a big show. It is going to be a tremendously big show. And these are, I believe, the only... Uh, we got a couple more matches in there, actually. But they have not announced the full card for this one. So we got the two more big matches for this one. You ready for, for I just want to say, for people that are non-WWE wrestling fans, yes. this February 11th card is probably the biggest card between Wrestle Kingdom and Revolution, I would say. Royal Rumble, yeah, Royal Rumble, yeah. yeah. I say for, for non-WWE for non-WWE fans. Right. Yeah. I would I yeah. would say I would say if you were thinking about like big shows, it's Royal Rumble, it's the new beginning shows, and then it's Elimination Chamber and then Revolution. Like, yeah. those, but, those are the and, ones that I'm looking at. Yeah, so if you're if you're not gonna watch WWE, and I know a lot of people right, just right. for whatever reason don't this February 11th show because there's no AW between December 30th and March mm, 3rd. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So February 11th, like for me, I mean, February 24th is pretty big too, but I like this. This is, this is the part. one that they're really like, yeah. okay. Like, and, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get, you know, even maybe one more big match added before we get to it. But, um, you know, cause there's still some things that got to be determined in those cards between February 13th and February 4th. So, um, like maybe we get a John Moxley on this card, you know, we'll see. Right. Then we're doing the battle in the Valley preview at the very end, my man. Yep. All right. Yep. So the next one on this one is the tag match proper, uh, the tag yep. match for these two. So uh, I think the story is probably going to be a little bit of ELP. Is he healthy enough to go in this match? But uh, I don't really see them losing this one to no. uh, the, the lower levels of Bullet Club. I, I kind of think that Kenta and Chase might be moving on to another stable at some point because they're. There are a few members of Bullet Club that don't seem to fit right now, and this is just giving them something to do until we get there. This feels and, like uh, it's a setup for a bigger Bullet Club match down the road. Yes, yes. Yeah. And the fate of Bullet Club, quote-unquote. And then yeah. one of those magic matches that we were talking about, Paul, we got this Never Six Man uh, openweight title. Oh, my God. Kosei uh, Pujita, Shane Hayes, Mikey Nichols. We got Okada, Tanahashi, Ishii. It's their seventh or eighth title defense, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fantastic. Uh, I do really expect to see a little bit of Okada showing Fujita the way. <laughs> the way of the Rainmaker. But uh, I don't see TMDK personally winning anything but the tag titles before they get gold. I I agree with that. And and I mean it's not time for for this awesome team uh to uh to win to lose the uh right. six man titles yet. This this'll steal the show. I mean if I mean Zach, Zach and Brian Danielson will be freaking awesome and especially without I can't remember was the match that they had at Wrestle Dream was that that wasn't a TV title match, right? No. No, okay, not. so they didn't have the 15 minute time constraint. So, um, I mean, a lot of people thought that was like the best technical match ever, and I would imagine this one will be even better. So, you know, between that and the six man match, I mean, and then that cage match, like, oh my god, like it's this like the card, show was made for you. <laughs> this car, not me, everybody, yeah. everybody, February 11th. I'm loving this though, and I oh. love to see it. <laughs> uh, and what's that, a Sunday? So, you I know, don't, it's a late, late Saturday night. 
No, it's a it's a Monday, so late Sunday night, I think, because my birthday is on the second, which is a Saturday, I think. No, no, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I it's too far right away for me to do the math. And it's I'd it's a Sunday, try. so it's a late late Saturday night, late Saturday night. So there you That'll go. Be fun. So everyone Maybe can we'll watch do it. a live show after. There you go. I love this one. Yeah, no, uh, Venkin's right. The Battle and Valley is pretty stacked too, but I don't get to see it for free on New Japan World. So I still haven't decided whether I'm not going to order it. <laughs> but Jeremy's going to try be, to convince me. I, I think me. it could be a great show. Uh, oh, it's, we'll, we'll I get mean, to that. That's amazing. To that in a minute. Yeah. IWGP World and Global Title set for Sapporo, the three championship matches. Uh, yeah, we got that details there. Nick Nemeth and oh, David God. Finley. All right, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> How excited are you for this match? Oh, on on a scale of one to ten, like at least at least like a one point five. Okay. <laughs> Maybe a two. Nick Nemeth has a lot to prove. You know, yeah. like him coming him coming into this, like the reaction that you have is exactly the reaction of a lot of people. It's like, okay, you've been a WWE career guy probably a lot longer than you probably should have been. You're coming to New Japan. What do you have to offer? And what exactly are you going to offer at this stage of your career? I think he can go. I think he can probably impress and surprise some people. But if this is only going to be a cup of coffee, like he's only here for a couple of matches and then he's off to, you know, get a contract somewhere else after a couple of good showings, I'm personally not that interested. Like, I want him in the ecosystem of New Japan if he's going to be in the New Japan. And I don't know if he is. That's really where I'm at at this. Okay, well, my issue with this match isn't Nick Nemeth. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of David Finley. So um, Dust Dunstan said in the chat that both men mm -hmm. have a lot to prove. And I agree because, uh, you know, to to this title feels like it's being positioned as the second biggest title in New Japan. And they're putting it on David Finley. So to me, that's a level up that I'm not sure he's ready for. Um, and we're going to find out if he is uh, here. Sure. So, um, you know, and, and again, I said the same thing about Jay White. And, and, and you know, I mean, he they gave him the IWGP title. And I hated it. And I, you know, and I've, I've, changed, I've turned around on Jay White. Sure. You know, but it, it took a while. Um, and, and again, and David Finley and Jay White were, I mean, I watched them come up together. I watched them, I watched them at ringside, you know, for like the early round matches. I watched them in the young lions matches 10 years ago. Um, and now I'm watching them turn into main eventers. And, uh, you know, at some point you gotta, you gotta step up. You gotta do so, it. Yeah. And this is it for him. So mm -hmm. I actually being in there with a guy like Nick Nemeth with the experience level that he has, um, is, is probably going to do a lot of good for David Finley. And uh, I, I don't expect Nick Nemeth to win. I mean, I, I think they're insane if Nick Nemeth wins, but I mean, it's possible. But uh, David Finley, I mean, this is his year, right? Like, if he's doing it the Jay White like, thing, he looks like he's the guy that they're yeah. positioning to be the big bad. I mean, at some point, he's going to get that IWGP title, and I'm going to hate it. Now, I just I hope that maybe I won't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but mm -hmm. I feel like at some point he's going to get that belt, and I'm going to think he's not ready. Uh, but this, I mean, now that, that he's got this belt, at least, uh, maybe I can get used to it. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's a good wrestler, too. Don't get me wrong. It's just yeah. I, 
it's the charisma for me that's lacking a little bit. It, it may end up being that we are going to be forced, and not just with these two wrestlers, but for a lot of wrestlers, we're going to have to recondition and relearn how yes. we look at them yes. because yes. of the way that the landscape has changed and the way that yeah. these wrestlers are utilized by these promotions. Oh, and yeah. It's just, yeah. It's going to be on us, and as much as like the promotions will do their best, like either we adapt to it, or we just fall away. And I hope that for both of us to be attached to it. Well, the fact that it's that it's a different title, you know, is yeah. probably helps him. Like if they would have tried to give him like if they would have given him the Sonata push, uh, ew, that would not have been good. Could have could have so gone could have gone back. Yeah, so yes. So this is probably are, a good spot. Trying to avoid doing the blueprint of giving him like the main title push yeah. like they did Jay White uh after Hiroshi Tanahashi in like 2018. But there's definitely a start the clock factor with David Finley yeah. as to just how long before he's the guy defending the IWGP title Wrestle Kingdom. But but Ghetto is uh he's patient, so he's gonna let he's gonna let it play out, and uh, and he's not gonna give up if the first match doesn't go exactly one hundred percent how it's supposed to. Yeah, he so. got burned at the last year's New Japan Cup, and then he made it to the extra rounds in the G1. He's won a global title. He's oh, gonna yeah. do better this year. So yeah. you can you can read between the lines of just exactly the trajectory he's gonna have after that year. No, and you better than anyone, you know, you read the tea leaves uh, pretty well for what they're doing in New Japan. So I have yeah. to give you credit there. Thank you. All right, we got the other one. We got Tanahashi and Riddle. Yep. I think I think this is a title change. Yeah, it, I, I agree. It, it's just between agree. you and me. Like, I, yeah. it just feels like the hook way to get it off of Zack Sabre Jr. That Zack Sabre Jr. and Riddle can have a title match. Uh, Riddle can beat him, and then all well that ends well, and then all he, the world do we, kind of. Do we know if he's signed full time? I don't. But okay. if if he wins, obviously he is. I feel like if New Japan went after Matt Riddle immediately after and they wanted him for a while the first time around yeah that they and like he's allowed to wrestle elsewhere right he's an mo yeah oh yeah, you know? yeah. so i just i feel like it could be open-ended but i don't know anything okay i i just hadn't heard anything so i wasn't sure yeah. um but i mean obviously if he wins then you got to figure they i mean they've got him at least like a six-month deal um yeah so, uh, yeah i yeah. I mean, the idea that, like, if you're going to push Matt Riddle in any way, shape, or form, you're going to want to push him. Like, you're going to want a year. Yeah. Yeah. You, you need you need to use him here. You Absolutely. need you need to blow it off with something like Cobb and Riddle at Wrestle Kingdom or something like that, you know? like yeah. Or with them winning the title together. Something, but... Like if you're not if you don't have riddle for like these big shows and you're not gonna get some AEW guys to headline next year, like who are going to be your big like highlight talents next year? That's a real question. It's so. a risk though, because there is a lot of people, and I know some New Japan fans that are not happy that they're bringing him in. So Western you know, New Japan fans in Japan yes. they don't care, which is the, no, which I, is know, the main I know conceit. And so yeah. like new I, I New Japan they don't you may not know. I think they do, but they're okay. like, eh, like there are people within that company that are totally aware of what Matt Riddle is I've going on. Accused of. 
Yeah. Yeah. But they still made the decision to do it because they really like Matt Riddle. And so, yeah. And, and that's the only way you're going to get a guy of that talent is yeah. because he's damaged goods. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I, it is up to him to yeah. perform well in the ring and behave outside of the ring in such a way that people can understand like yeah. what decisions they make on him. They can have a clear understanding of factors in it. Heavy, heavy emphasis on the latter part of that. I, I the in ring to me is less important than the um, the out of the ring, and uh, you know, and and just, so if there is a behavioral issue with him, I don't know what would have to happen for New Japan to cut ties. It would have to be major, major embarrassment on a New Japan tour. Yeah, like that. not no showing or showing up in no condition or you know something yes. like that, and or knows? more accusations. I don't know if the accusations would. No, like I'm I'm talking new ones. No, I'm I'm saying like if the old ones didn't. Okay, like, okay. If okay, the old enough. ones weren't a concern, okay. I'm not necessarily sure new ones would be a concern to the New Japan Corporation. Or, but, or or something like Michael Elgin, like a situation like that. It could, but yeah. Michael Elgin primarily saw his uh, his retreat from New Japan from stealing. Right. And and, and that's so, not going to happen with Riddle. You don't know what's going to happen with Riddle. Like, like he, some, could, he could just I've, have completely bizarre behavior. I've had some interactions with, that, with Riddle, and I would put nothing past him. With that said, you know, that. like... All I want is to see him be at his best, yeah. perform yeah. His, for his best, yeah. and for the fans to be happy that he's there. Anything yeah. beyond that, like I, I have zero expectation. I watched Vince McMahon's WWE for 35 years, so I I've checked my morals at the door. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. yeah. No, and you, you have to compartmentalize many things as yeah. a wrestling fan, what you are yeah. okay and what you are not okay with. And yeah. Absolutely. That is a conversation that we unfortunately do not have time for because you nope. don't have that time for it. So we're nope. going to move on. Uh, we have a singles match between all of the just five guys lined up, lined down. We got uh, Naito versus Sonata. We got uh, Shingo versus Taichi. We got Yoda versus uh, Yuya. We got Hiromu versus Doki. And we got Bushi versus Takamishinoku. That is going to be ending out the 24th of show. So that should be a pretty hot show, and I think there's a Frontier Zone match somewhere in there as well, but uh, we're going to hit that up later. As for us, Paul, we got to hit Battle of the Valley. Yeah. This is a big one. This is a real big one. Matt Vandegrift and Goldie, I don't know if I'm going to be watching this one live, Paul, but I will be in the building for Battle in the Valley alongside uh, Garrett, <laughs> Gonzalez, Dave Meltzer, and a couple of uh, yeah. the other folks in, in, in town. This is the LA Dojo guys. I believe Matt Vandegrift is on a two-match win streak on these shows, and he is looking to continue his streak. And we got Viva Van versus Stephanie Vacour. Viva Van has been making a name for herself in some of the shows that we've been seeing around here. And Stephanie Vacour is lining herself up to be a future challenger to Julia's title. She may potentially be the one to take that title from Julia. Uh, Julia's not going to be around much longer, man. What? Do you, she, have you seen much of Stephanie Vacour? Uh, I've seen a couple matches. She she was in the initial tournament to crown the first champ, right? Mm -hmm. She mm -hmm. lost to uh, Mercedes in the first match, right? 
She did. Yeah, and then she had another. I think I saw her have a six-person match on uh, the Independence Day show. Was it, was she in that yes. one? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. So, and she is originally from CMLL. Yeah, yeah. So she's. I mean, gosh, for CMLL. I mean, the, as per quality of CMLL woman, she's like freaking Kenny Omega. Um, like because the, the quality of women dressing in CMLL, in my opinion, is not great. And so she she's out of there and she's doing some real good stuff. So I'm uh, yeah, I yeah, I agree. I kind of was going to ask you if, if you thought she was going to be the one to take the title from Julia. So this probably is going to set that up, I would think. Yeah, I am. Uh, this is going to be one of those matches that people are going to be talking about after. It's like, man, that's definitely for her. She's really good. So and it, hopefully, it, yeah. I, I I'm pretty confident based off of what I've seen before that okay. she she she's kind of the real deal. Uh, she just she's one of those that you talk about the AEW women, you talk about like the WWE women. New Japan has a women's division in the West Western world, but they don't really have one in Japan. Right. So you're only getting limited leaps of this small talent, which is basically like an international pool of special specialists from all these different promotions. Uh, this is basically Stephanie Vickers, Stephanie Vickers tryout into WWE and AEW for all intents and purposes. Like the, the opportunity that she's getting here is where she is going to be seen elsewhere. The CMLL is not going to get her where she needs to be. And I think Viva Van has the same opportunities as her. I also saw the uh, Lone Star shootout match she had with uh, Maya Uwatani. That was great. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm just, I don't, I haven't been, I haven't, th I can't think of a match where I was like, yeah, I don't know about her. <laughs> that makes sense. Well, I will say the first one, like the, the match she had with Mercedes, I, you know, I'd heard great things about it. And I was like, I wasn't like, I don't know about her, but it was more like, I don't know if she's as good as what people are saying. But the the couple times I've seen her since, I'm kind of seeing. So it you, now. you just got overhyped to you on the from the from the get -go. exactly, yeah, yeah, got yeah, it. yeah. It but, but I mean, it was also maybe like just lowered expectations. You know, you know what I mean. Like there's so the people the that thing. yeah, there's always well the, the thing, thing is it came from CMLL. I can right. see where you know Dave Meltzer, for instance, would think, oh, she's not going to be very good, and then he sees her and he's like, oh wow. You know, so sure. that's probably where where. And then I heard his opinion, and then I'm going in expecting to see, you know, like another Mercedes, and it's like, oh, okay, this is like an NXT level woman, but she's she's getting better every time. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. This is uh, this good showcase for her, and it's on free, like this on the free portion of the show too. I think, right? I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right, first match of the night. We got Jacob Fatu in his New Japan Pro Wrestling debut as part of the MLW arrangement, alongside Fred Rosser and Shota Umino versus the West Coast Wrecking Crew and Filthy Tom Lawler. Yeah. You know what's going to be cool a fun one. This match? You know what's cool what's about this match? The three opponents of T for Team Filthy are the three guys that I believe Filthy Tom has had his three best career matches against. That's pretty awesome yeah i like i just my opinion but i remember i didn't even, I didn't even make that connection but you're probably right i, I mean like his that, matches with that too and mlw were really great yeah uh, the title change and then the shooter match that he had mm -hmm. um on i think in japan was incredible and then mm -hmm. the, obviously the roster series of matches uh were, were great and especially the one where roster won the belt so um yeah i think that's 
you know, I, he, this was put together well. And yeah, uh, yeah and, and uh, Filthy has got something to prove right now. So uh, I think all of those guys on that side have something to prove. True. True. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Next one we got is Mascarada Dorada, Volador Jr. versus Rocky Romero and Soberano Jr. This is playing off uh, some of the feuds that have been going on in CMLL. Unfortunately, I am not the expert in this. That would be Stephen Conway, but uh, the Rocky Romero and Volador feuds have been going on for a while. Soberano Jr. had his uh, matchup with uh, Mystico Jr. in the World Tag League. Was that right? Uh, oh gosh, no. Uh, Aver- damn it. I want to say Averno, but I don't think that's right. Um, hang on. I had a brain fart and I've forgotten, but that guy is currently a little bit injured. So they brought in uh, Dorada and Volador Jr. to do the thing. And uh, I, I, I've got it up here. Alanis Jr. Alanis. Atlantis. Yeah. Atlantis Jr. Was the one. But this is a better match. Uh, Dorada, this is a showcase for Dorada. It's the new mascara Dorada, obviously. It's not the uh, the former, um, right? <laughs> isn't that uh, Santos or uh, Doc Santos? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I'm I can never remember these fart. guys, yeah, but it's it's the new one, and this is his first like basic, I think it might be his first match in uh, in the United States. Uh, if I'm not Could mistaken, be. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's this will be a good one. And I mean, Volador is great. Uh, it's Grand Metalik is was the original. There it uh, is. Yeah, but yeah, Volador and uh, Soberano and Rocky are can't miss. And I assume Mascara Dorada is is as well because he's kind of the new up and coming big time star in Mexico. He's going to take over from Mystico probably at some point. So um, yeah, this this will be good. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. Now we got one of those matches set up in the backstage comments when TJP decided he was going to be the guy to show David Finley what's what at Battle in the Valley. Non-title so, uh, this one? What's that? Non-title? Non-title, singles match. This is basically okay. uh, beginning the uh, setup for their steel cage match. I yeah. fully expect Finley to run him into the ground, uh, yeah. given he's the head of a faction and TJP is the junior heavyweight champion, but it should be fun. Uh, I think there's going to be a very vicious into oblivion, uh, that new version of the into oblivion and TJP will make it look great. But uh, this is kind of bottom of the current singles <laughs> match. Not what people are really here for, but uh nice little spotlight match for David Finley. is kind of what it gets designed to be. And then we got Hikaleo and El Fantasma versus Clark Connors and Alex Coughlin. This is an interesting one because it is not Coughlin and Kid challenging ELP and Hikaleo. Yeah, it's a junior team. Yeah, it is the a strong open weight match, but it is one of the juniors and it is one of the heavyweight tag team members. And it, and this is for the tag team titles, right? It's a strong open weight tag team title. So my suspicion is that the way that they have it set up is that strong tag team defenses will happen in the States. And IWGP tag defenses will happen in Japan. And so at any time, they can lose one or the other until they have put them both on the line in some kind of big match. But that's generally the idea of what I think that they're trying to do so that they have a little bit of um, uh, synchronicity between the two titles. 
I'm a big Clark Connors fan, so I'm I'm really hoping that they win. Baby Hangman. I, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If if I again, I'm probably in the minority on this opinion, but I think if Hangman had Clark Connors' natural charisma, he'd have he'd he'd have been he'd be a way bigger star right now. Um, I just think there's Clark Connors has something that can't be taught. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't expect a title change, but I'd be really happy to see one. Yeah, I don't see a title change either, but it would be a lot of fun. It would throw a lot of chaos in there. And well, the weird thing honest, is, is I look at those teams and I don't look at Connors and Coughlin, Coughlin, yeah, Coughlin as being any uh, like smaller than Kid and uh, and sure. uh, and and the other guy and Maloney and Connors and Kidd Maloney and, and Connors. Yeah, right. yeah. Well, wait a minute, Maloney and Connors. Oh yeah, right. So the oh these aren't guys aren't even the regular tag team partners. Right, That's right, right. They are. Oh yeah, this, club. yeah. Gotcha. This ain't gonna be a title change. What am I right, thinking? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They <laughs> Sorry, are. This bad. is just a. And I had the brain not, fart. It's not even the focus of Bullet Club yeah. right now. This is a match to have, even though yeah. they're United Empire stuff. Gotcha. Be fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably setting up uh, Connors and Kid to challenge, or I mean, a Coughlin and Kid to challenge for the belts. Then Kid thinks uh, Finley's going to win, and Kid yeah. has bigger fish to fry on this card. Uh, looking at the upcoming Big shows, doing right less there, US right? shows. We got one more show, Windy City, in April. They're going Wintrust. Uh, 7,000 people in that one, Dunstan. Vel- Velkin's oh. a big uh, Gabe Kidd fan, isn't he? Yes. A lot of yeah. Gabe Kidd fans on this show. A lot, a lot of right. our audience is a Gabe Kidd fan. We got Julia versus Trish Adora. Uh, everyone just wants to see a Julia match. Trish yeah. Adora is the lucky person to have the spot against her in this. There's a very real chance that Julia drops the title at any point. Uh, yeah. Given the rumors of what's happening with her moving forward, she has disbanded her faction, Donna Del Mundo and Stardom. The, uh, it has begun. So could be now. It could be somebody else challenging her down the line. I don't think Trisha Dora is the one to take this. I don't think so knows. either, but stranger things have happened. And I'm not yeah. going to rule absolutely on this one. She's not, she's not signed to AW, right? Like, I know she's in Ring yeah. of Honor a lot, but. I don't think she's under contract. No, I don't, I don't believe so either. Okay. She's done some Ring of Honor stuff, but. Yeah, yeah. All right. We're getting there. Matt Riddle and X versus Zack Sabre Jr. and Bad Tito. As we spoke about earlier, we both kind of think that this is going to be Jeff Cobb. Is there anybody else that you think it could be? Well, I, I the silhouette does not look like Jeff Cobb. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, it could be, I mean, it could be Tanahashi. Um, he's not on the card, but I would think that if he was going to be on the card, they would have announced him. Um, but yeah. you never know. Um, I guess, you know, it could be, you know, somebody from AW, but I you know, couldn't see that. I, it's gotta be Jeff Cobb, right? Like I just, Jeff Cobb. yeah. If, if law, if filthy wasn't on the card already, I would think there was a chance it could be him. I think it would be a good team, but, um, you know, and, well, and all the people was, that riddle was with in the tags was like catch point. They're all in. WWE. I mean, it could be Timothy Thatcher, you know. Yeah, but I it just doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? I like mean, Jeff I'm trying Cobb to think. Is there anybody that's got a beef with? You know, you know what would be really cool is uh, if it was Danielson, but I don't think it's going to be Danielson. But I, I that, think it's probably going to yeah. be a traditional New Japan guy. If I had yeah, Cobb, make, Cobb makes a lot of sense, and Chosen Bros. Chosen Bros. Chosen yeah. Bros. 
All right, Gabe Kidd and Eddie Kingston for the Continental Crown Championship. Is well. it, or is it just for the strong title? Or Continental are we Crown. Gonna, are we going to open that can of worms? It is listed <laughs> as the Continental Crown. Okay, so there you go. the the okay. whole whammy, the whole right. deal is on the line. Like well, Gabe Kidd can walk away yeah. with the three belts and uh, walk into AEW and Ring of Honor and and uh, see. And in my mind, the Continental Crown Championship is is the AW belt. The strong title is a strong title. The ROH title is the ROH title. And then the three together are the American triple crown. Yeah. But now they seem to be backing off on they that American muddy triple crown it. thing. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? I like mean, in my mind, ideally, if you have one of the three belts, that is your ticket into the tournament. And then yes. it is your job to win all three at the end. Yes. Yeah. That would be I, a great way to do it. But I, I don't think, the, think they have the discipline. The fact that this is for three belts makes it so much more like less likely that Gabe Kidd is going to win. If it was right. just for the strong title, I would think maybe he will. But because it's for all three, there's no way he's going to win. Like is the way I look at it. So he may not win, but I will tell you, we are winners for getting to watch this match. I uh, think yeah, this match is going to be fantastic. Yeah, it'll be great. All right, another fantastic match on this card. Shingo Takagi versus John Moxley. John Moxley in the backstage comments in New Japan at uh, New Year Dash walked back there like, I lost the last two nights, but I didn't get pinned. I don't feel like I lost. I feel like a goddamn king. I feel like a mayor. I'm going to San Jose. I'll be the goddamn mayor of San Jose. <laughs> Shingo nice. Takagi rolls up. He's like, I want to wrestle you. Let's go no DQ in San Jose. He's like, let's go. And there was the match made. And it nice. was a perfect buildup. Now we're going to get these two guys in a no disqualification match, second from the top on the card. And uh, I bought my tickets for this show back in November or October. I had no idea what was going to be on this card, Paul. I feel like a very, very lucky man. I've uh, I've seen John Moxley wrestle live. I don't know how many times, like in the last four years, and every single time I've seen him, he's entered in my section. And walked right beside me. We've, so we've, we've had this moment too. <laughs> well, no, but even in Winnipeg, like, that's amazing. Yeah, and uh, so I'm, you know, like I, uh, I, I think he's got a special connection with Fight Game Media. You know, him and Garrett are buds, and so yeah, I, I think uh, you're going to get something special here. I saw Shingo have a like a five star match with Trent on mm -hmm. in Dallas. Like, yeah. This is as close to a guarantee of a great, great match as you beautiful violence have. is going to happen. Yeah, and the fact that it's no DQ just makes it all the better or worse, depending on your perspective. But I mean, it's going to be great. I mean, John Moxley unhinged, and Shingo can do anything. Um, this is going to be incredible. I mean, I expect Moxley to win, but it doesn't really matter um, because, you know, it's it's for pride. And honestly, if Moxley loses, it might even be better in a way. because I would be... not be shocked if Shingo Takagi was the first guy to pin John Moxley in five years in New Japan. Because, because then he is going to be unhinged in AEW. If he's coming off three straight losses, don't get in this guy's way. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, yeah. we are... We're getting into a fun time in AEW as well. And yeah. Blackpool Combat Club coming back in after like a huge shift and everything that's happened since World End is going to be uh, a powder keg. Well, yeah. they. I mean, and then they, they, Danielson's coming off two losses as well. So yeah. 
Um, you know, like they're they should have something to prove in in AW. So <laughs> they will. Yeah. Last match before we get you out of here, my man. Oh my god. Good lord. <laughs> Kakachiko Okada versus Will Ospreay in a special singles match. One of the last singles matches of Will Ospreay's career. Let's go out with the bang. Oh my god. You know what? Huh. I am. You know he's doing this match on Saturday, and then he's going to Vegas. And he's going to have a match with Josh Alexander on Sunday. And I I was originally scheduled to be in Vegas this weekend. And I was going to see that match. And then we changed. And now I'm going. I'm actually going to Nevada two days later. So I'm going to be in Nevada on the 16th. I've never seen Will Ospreay wrestle live. You've never and you get it? to see it live. No, no. And you get to see it live. I'm, I'm so jealous. But I so wish I could have kept my original plans and gone to Vegas this weekend and saw mm-hmm. him and I think uh Okada's on that card too. I can't remember who he's wrestling, but um you know is and he like, with the motor and machine gun or something like maybe there's yeah. uh there's a Vikingo and Kushida and Chris Saban are having like a three way like this when's or Saturday night is an incredible night of professional wrestling. Yeah there's uh, the they they got another TNA show that night as well right yeah yeah, yeah battle the belt and collision and then is, this uh, show... is anything on collision like super nuts that night uh yeah i mean there's some title matches i, I don't okay. remember off the top of my head but uh yeah there's some there's some good stuff on there so yep. um yeah the street fights uh, starks and big bill against jericho oh, and yeah so go. yeah no uh this i mean man this will be the match of the month probably i would think this is gonna be a special match and, well maybe i mean does it beat anything at wrestle kingdom mm, it might it's hard to i say. just want to watch the match and like yeah my conclusion because hey they're 1,000% that I'm going to come out biased uh, based off of this match and how I feel about it. And I'm going to have to, you know, figure out how I feel about it before I sit down and hear what the uh, the world has to say. Yeah. Well, I mean, there and there is the off chance that it's his last, Okada's last match, right? Like, I mean, there's rumors out there. It's possible. I don't believe was, that it's going to happen, but... There was a number of things that have happened since that yeah. rumor came out, including Tanahashi becoming president and Obari no yeah. longer being president that I believe were directly done to make Okada happy. Yeah, and, no, I, I, I agree. Like, I don't expect it, but it's out there. Yeah. Uh, somebody mentioned in our Discord and emailed GG at Fight Game Media if you want invites into the Fight Game Media Discord where we talk about all things New Japan, as well as AEW, WWE, and, and whatnot. Uh, Okada may be wrestling elsewhere a lot more often this year, but that yeah. doesn't mean he's not going to be wrestling a lot in New Japan. And that was a good way to wrap my head around it, and that sounds good. Yeah, that, I mean, to, yeah, that, to me it read like AEW, but I don't know anything. I mean, impact uh, first time in a few years that, and he could be an MLW. Like if MLW yeah. got him for a show or two, like yeah. that would, that would be a very interesting witness test to see who's well, New, New Japan has and... worked. New Japan is working agreements with a lot of different companies. Absolutely. And in fact, I mean, there's also rumors out there that uh, they, you know, WWE wants to work with them. So, um, you know, it's, we the, shall see on that one. <laughs> yeah. They are the true forbidden door. New Japan. 1000%. Yeah. Paul. Plug your stuff. All right. Well, this is the Fontaine week on Fight Game Media. Um, I uh, I was back within the clinch uh, this week on the Fight Game Media free feed, so you can check that out on all major podcast platforms. Myself and Ryan Frederick did a recap of 2023 and did our bold predictions for 2024, so you can check that out for MMA fans. 
And then, of course, as Jeremy mentioned earlier in the show, we had the Dynamite show uh, last night on uh, on this very YouTube channel, as well as the Fight Game Media free feed on audio on Thursday morning, this, so this past morning. And then I will be back this weekend with uh, Keela Cash and Scott Young uh, on The Wrap, breaking down all things WWE. Uh, before I take my much-deserved vacation, although I don't think I'm missing any shows, <laughs> but I am taking a vacation. So Funny yeah, how that worked out, huh? Yeah, I'm going to Nevada. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna just a uh, little sojourn into a resort out there. So uh, you know, you guys can all uh, think of me as a uh, as you're watching your New Japan and everything. So I, I'm I've been looking forward to being on the show for a long time, Jeremy. So I want to thank you for having me on, and hopefully we can do it again sometime. Yeah, uh, maybe we'll have you on for New Japan Cup talk. Get clear some ideas yeah, from you yeah. how you feel about the things you're gonna go, and uh, sure. if not. We'll figure out another uh, time for you to come on here because I had a blast talking to you, Paul. It was great. Sounds good. Thank you so much, everybody. We will see you next week. Stephen Conway shall be back. I shall be here as well. Maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. But we will talk about New Japan Pro Wrestling for 90 minutes. I can promise you that. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. Peace.